Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches with Beards. And on today's episode, are we eating a rich? Groundbreaking. Eddie, 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 but is it art? Is it art? <laughs> We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And we both have opinions. So let's get this party started. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, my granddame bitch. Yes. Well, officially for me, uh-huh. the window's open today. I went out for my little run. Uh-huh. Uh, got back and was like, oh, you know what? Lovely temperature. Let's open the windows. Oh. Which means the coastal grandmas are arriving. The cab is honking. So I, I walked out of my apartment this morning and it was crisp. I didn't sweat to the metro. It was wonderful. It's everything that I wanted it to be. There was a little bit of a bite in the air, and I was like, oh, yes, yes. There was. I liked it. The tourists were wearing their hoodies. Oh, because they're freezing and from Florida. No, from Pennsylvania, probably. Oh, oh. We love our Pennsylvanians. We do. We do indeed. But no, it was nice. First day of, I think, fall is pitching pretty much. It's, it's, it's she's, she's She's coming. She's, she's make, coming. She's making an entrance. She's it's coming. her appetizer. It's yeah. a fall yeah. appetizer. How have you been? You know, it, it has been a week where I've gotten a lot of nothing accomplished, but we're just going to take it as it is, essentially with work, is what we're going to say. Well, this week has been a little bit intense, mm. because obviously with fall arriving, the battle lines have been slightly drawn. Oh, Yes. Uh, last week we did sort of discuss the early days of fall, but also the battle with late summer. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of team fall. Oh. I need to know though who's out there, who's got our backs, yes. not just checking out our butts. So we asked our followers on Spotify and Twitter X, where we are bearded bitch pods, where they stood in a battle between a late summer and fall. And surprisingly, the hot battle was between fall and spooky season, with spooky season winning with 50%, team fall coming around with 40%, leaving late summer with 10%. So that's the breakdown. Yes, guys. and no no one is prioritizing the defrosting of Mariah Carey. Uh, the Brainsworth podcast is there ready to help, which I thought was nice. Yes, so listeners, do keep listening to find out what we'll discuss next week. Awesome, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the major one for us also this week is we are now on... I can't even remember what it is. What are we on? I can't remember what the app is called, and that's really... I'm so old that I forgot how we are now on... Wow. We're on TikTok. TikTok. Fucking hell, how did I forget that? It's called Alzheimer's. It's the dark side of Coastal Grandma's Alzheimer's. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that's why their lives are so blissful. Now, we are on TikTok, uh, Bitches with Beards. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to see some extra content, this week you will see us trying out uh, a recipe. And last week you'll get Daniel's recipes. So, yes. if you want to see what we kind of look like and what the dog looks like, please check us out on TikTok and please like, follow, share. If you find us on any social media, share it. If you listen to us and go on a social media, share us. Also, rate, review us. Five stars is great wherever you can rate us. Thank you. And if you do want to listen to us, listen to us on Spotify, because then you can actually rate and review. There you go. They're cheeky on that one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, apart from getting on the tickety talk. Yes. What have you been up to this week? Well, this week I had a lot of site visits, which I'm not going to go into because I might have been chastised a little bit before I left the office. Apparently not everyone likes to have a uh, sassy Kathy on a Tuesday when it comes to playgrounds. 
And, 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 on, and on a Tuesday. <laughs> and on a Tuesday. I was in rare form at 11 a.m. in the morning, apparently. So I'm going to have to work on that just a tinge. I'm sorry that you got offended by what I said, but that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> so bear in mind we wake up at the same time, and usually by 5.30 I'm getting my first messages from you. Uh, okay. You're in rare form by 6 o'clock, so let's not, be, <laughs> let's not beat around the bush on that one. I am always in rare form by 6 o'clock, uh, yes. But anyways, got called out today on something that happened Tuesday. Um, <laughs> so, you know, someone had to take up the gumption to actually approach me and the audacity of doing that is all I'm going to say. The audacity of the ghoul of the gumption. I know, I know. But I was at a haunted fort yesterday for a picnic. <laughs> As one does. Now, who's haunting it? Um, I think it's dead soldiers are haunting it. It's always dead soldiers. It's never live hot marines. No, it's never live hot marines. It's always the dead soldiers who were formerly hot marines, but mm, questionable. You know, the gangrene, mm, a little detracting. Do so. we need to get Teresa back? I, I think I think Teresa might have to make a comeback. Maybe not for now, but I will say this. I feel that. We have an Italian-American in the audience tonight again. Oh, yes, we do have another Italian-American. Friend of Hubs. Uh, oh, yes. Well, friend of us, us really. Friend but, of us. We're calling him friend of us. Matt is here drinking. He's drinking what I've not yet tried. Oh, yes. It is strong. <laughs> Daniel's this week concoction and... On a Friday night, I can't say words. <laughs> shh, shh. Leave the surprise for the audience Events. just a little bit. Oh, yes. So, yeah, Matt is, Matt is here. And apparently, he's very strong a drink. So, we shall wait and see. And if he's here, a loud bang later, he's on the floor. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I was at the haunted fort, and the priest said, Don't bring home a demon. And I said, Well, too late for that. So, you're <laughs> meant to turn, get in the car and go, Do not come back with me. Do not come back with me. Do not come back with right. me. And at that point, the skis for that pro gets out of the cab with you and goes, <laughs> Okay, I'll go go to Mama's and get a pizza. Exactly. <laughs> Did you feel anything there, though? No, because we didn't go into the fort proper. We were adjacent to the fort in a little bit away. So, I, there was no spookiness. But when you looked at it, could you be like, Ooh, I can see why? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, definitely. I have seen something there so I'm like mm -hmm, you stay there <laughs> stay yeah I read a really interesting article year, uh, last year or a couple of years back mm -hmm. about someone who did a reenactment of a like for like one of those TLC shows of a haunted thing but they filmed it at the location yeah yeah and they spoke to the, the priest told them how they should speak to the ghosts as they're leaving mm -hmm. but they, they she, the, the actor said it was the worst thing they've ever done you know they oh. looked up at the window and goes oh I didn't know there's still crew up in the house so like oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> it was not crew moving on it was not crew <laughs> And listeners, I'm sorry I'm hogging this this week. I no, have hog to, it. Just... I'm having to enter a retraction. <gasps> a retraction? My... Well, pull out, pull out. Well, I sort of like fobbled last weekend whenever you asked me what a gimlet was. Yes. Okay, so a gimlet is a drink, listeners. It has to be made with gin and lime. You can add anything else to it, but those two key ingredients has to be in it in order for it to be a gimlet and i just said oh, i think it's gin and some percentage of some other liquor no it's gin and lime it has to be those two gin and lime gin and lime well that's my mum that's my mum's blood well then your mom's a gimlet my mum is a gimlet i might call her that no i still call a woman <laughs> how was your week i'm sorry i hogged no i hogged oh, hog often mike i edit this mm. damn fucking thing i i know but i feel like i hogged most of the top of the hour so well, so I've been in full mode this week, yes. mainly because I just see them targets or targets for adverts. Oh, so yes. I was just ready for the comfy cozies. Oh yeah, the Rowan Crew collection is yeah. going to be launched in two weeks. Also, they starting to do the pumpkin uh, pasta sauces, which I mm. fucking adore. Very excited for that. We love the orange. 
We actually had a very conventional weekend. We went bed shopping. Mm. We think we found our bed in Bob's Discount Furniture. Is it, uh, is it your forever bed? No, it's Bob's <laughs> Discount Furniture. It's our two-year bed. Uh, we saw our forever beds. So Bob's had this real hot salesman. Like He would like shaved hair, big beard, big arms, nice butt. And all are, we you, could, are, are you saying sex sells beds? We nearly <laughs> were like, hey, why don't we just get you on the bed as well to see how much few people weigh? But um, <laughs> no, uh, he was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was but then we kept going. so I don't know like at the moment is I feel like they're basically offering all these sales people like no money but just get all your money through commission so you are p- jumped at coming through the top right I've seen a David Attenborough show with lesser t- I was just like whoa <laughs> calm down it was chicken night at Larry's Lounge oh. yeah <laughs> uh, so we managed to find a bed but the, and so we're going to go back and look at it that was fun but uh-huh. afterwards we're there going I'm hungry he was hungry and then the hubs went there's an olive garden near here yes let us do that and he did like the soup salad he literally put they put the super scar in front of him and he went I need another straight away <laughs> uh, and it was good and they do like a fried shrimp thing now that I was really into like a fried shrimp platter with a dippy sauce I, I heard you were into that one yeah just what I needed you know because it cost oh. me like $22 an entree now I'm like when did Olive Garden get that expensive I remember, I remember when it was like you know 10 and $12 an entree that's that's the Olive Garden I remember. I'm not even family style. There's one plate in the middle of all of you. Um, but on Saturday night, we ended up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Good evening, Baltimore, at a charity event. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hubs were signing. It was a great um, organization there to raise money, to give people access to sign language. In a really cute bar, but the bar was very local. Um, very. Oh. What do you mean by local? Like it was there, like obviously, like it was eighty percent locals in oh, there. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. And sort of, they kept coming around with a bucket, shaking it in front of me, and I'm like, I have like ten pounds on me. Like, no, literally, I I, I get ten pounds <laughs> in my wallet to keep me at home. And where's and, where's the Venmo? I yeah. will Venmo you. <laughs> so we kind of pulled, like we knew. I reckon. So we we saw one of like the organisers, and I said, Oh no, one of the organisers was one of the signers, uh-huh. and I said, Hey, you need to get some QR codes across this bar. Like they said, I said, no, you really do need to get some QR codes yeah. and some Venmos. I said, and moving forward, just everywhere, just print them out. I said, they're, they're so easy to generate. Mm-hmm. It was really good. The drag was really good. It was a bit you know, rough and ready. Oh, so it was a drag. It was drag, oh, yeah. Okay. And it was rough and ready. But And the hubs, obviously, you kind of stole the show for a couple of them. That was their fault. Shocker. But it was one of those venues where like, you go and use the toilet and they lose a dressing room. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but it was a really good night. We had a real giggle, uh, and yeah, I love watching the Hubs perform. And I was just there to make sure our beers were sent his way. Yeah. And uh, then you're like, you, you kind of like, oh yeah, Baltimore's interesting. And then you're kind of piddled at the end of the night, and they give you the check, and it's like thirty dollars, and you're like, oh, this uh, is why people move here. <laughs> this is why people don't go out in DC; they go to Baltimore. But we did have a lovely cheeky brunch to follow us on yes, Sunday. Yes, yes, priest joined us for brunch and on we Sunday. Proved that Bar Pilar is back on form. Yes, back on form, but also Whitlow's, the new Whitlow's at the former Brixton. I love it. I love it. Is that the first time you've been? Yes. Yes, it was lovely. Yes, nice. Yes, we were up on the roof deck. I loved it. It was interesting having, and then we also have a, a new get friend, not just a priest, but baby priest now. Baby priest, Who yes. is at the same level of priesthood as the priest, but is... Um, He's baby priest. Baby priest, probably <laughs> half his size, but twice the, the arse size on him. <laughs> but this guy, he was quite a character. He a Character is the best way of putting it. His language had the political correctness of a Dr. Zeus book, but anyway... Um, he, well, I he was from Louisiana, so... 
But anyway, our final news of the week, after like a very interesting week at work, so I was doing a lot of social media for here. It was a very weird week. I had a couple of like minor breakdowns, but we minor. get there. Uh-huh. We've officially become a house that bulk buys tofu. Oh. But Costco tofu is... Slimy? Juicy. Oh. <laughs> like, I... Wrong adjective on my I put part. my Dutch ovens on it to get the extra firm tofu out. It halved in size, and I literally filled up a baking tray. Oh. But oh. it did its job for the vegan stir-fry I did. Well, not vegan stir-fry, because I like egg noodles. I don't do rice noodles. Mm, I like egg noodles. Egg noodles have got a better texture. Yeah, nice and wide and luxurious. But as we come to the end of the week, uh, just want to do a quick shout-out for um, a bit of listener love, but also that we were on a few weeks back, the lovely Frank, Daddy Frank, on the Silver Screeners podcast, discussing First Wives Club and Practical Magic. That got released on Sunday... So it'd be two Sundays ago by the time people listen to this. But please check it out. It's a really funny episode. And Frank is a wonderful host. He's, and we'll come back anytime you want us. Yes. Oh, we, we loved it. But um, just listen to it. Even if you don't listen to the whole thing, just so far as our recap of the First Wives Club, which gets an official wow from a man who's done 150 recaps. Yeah. Apparently, he's never seen it done that quickly in five minutes, but so comprehensively. <laughs> <laughs> the references. So I'm going to say the references. They are to die for, SJP. <laughs> to die for. I think my favourite one is Professor McGonagall joined the mafia. All right. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you need a drink, but actually it sounds like I just want to try this drink. Yes, you want to try this drink. So this evening, listeners, we did an experiment this past week. Max decided to infuse vodka with coffee and pumpkin spices. Yes. So we have a rule in our household Mm -hmm. that don't bring vodka because everyone brings vodka. Mm -hmm. So we decided let's use up some vodka. And we did that by pouring two days worth of used coffee grounds into vodka, infusing for a week with some very basic pumpkin spice spice. Yeah. And then Daniel steps in. So I stepped in and I took the lovely little coffee-infused pumpkin spice vodka. The video of which is going to be on our Tickety Top channel at Bitches With Beards. So if you want to see us squeezing out our pumpkin spice vodka and trying it for the first time... We're not going to be putting it on here. You're going to have to go onto our TikTok channel. Oh my oh. God, I'm ruthless. You are cunty. Anyways. I feel like top energy. Well, we know that's a lie. So anyways, we, we took the coffee-infused vodka, and we added uh, a part Kalula and we added a little bit of the vanilla syrup from last week. And so it is an espresso martini adjacent. It smells very... It doesn't smell as abrasive as an espresso martini. No, but Matt, I'm going to say this, has just been plying it back. So I, I think I've at least converted one person in this household to it. I'm impressed. I also may have added a little bit more vodka because it got a bit sweet. Mm. That was a mistake. Oh. Did you put some vanilla in this one? Or? Yes. Yeah. Vanilla's yeah, nice. Yeah. I thought to soften it up for you because I wanted to make sure it wasn't like so strong. Because you've told me I made my drink strong. So... I've hung out with you. You make your drink strong. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Chicago with you. You make your drink strong. <laughs> I just uh, got to see that reaction. That's the reaction that's going to be on TikTok. <laughs> no, it's good. 
good. It's not the thing is like uh, as we said, like a martini is very simple, but it's not a heavy drink either. It's no. not like a thick drink, and a lot it's of a sippable drink. So we so we're going to be doing this again because our and was like no, um, but Whoa. our kind of goal is to create the perfect pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte espresso martini. Yes, that isn't doesn't involve a lot of pumpkin syrup. Um, a lot. They're really thick, and they're yeah. not. That's not. That is actually more of a pina colada. Yes. Ooh, pumpkin spice pina colada could be something. But we're doing yes. a martini because we want a low calorie drink. Because because this is very we're low grandmas. calorie. We're grandmas. 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 We have to watch our tiny little bird like waistlines. Cheers. Cheers. Anyway, cheers. Delicious, and the, the vanilla makes it. Good, good to know. So while we're in Ina's garden, yes. I found out this week that me and Ina eat the same breakfast every morning. Oatmeal. Yes, huh. and we make it the same way. Shut up. Yes, because what do I just do my oatmeal in? Uh, salt and butter. Just salt. Oh, We sorry. just put a dash of salt. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Southern. No, apparently uh, she's a different type. So I'm going to look at the type she uses. She uses because it's old-fashioned and then there's the instant oats. Oh, but there's sorry, one in between. I didn't know that. Yes, apparently there's one because, yeah. So that and some salt. So apparently me and Ina have been eating the same oatmeal. So I do mine by soaking it overnight in water. She sometimes does milk to treat herself. I'm like, oh my God, Ina, I'm the same. Oh my gosh. Milk is such a treat. It's like you actually are a coastal grandma. I am. So I get my blue shirt out, open it cheekily to the, the cleavage, and um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to walk about and get slightly drunk. Well, I, well, you're doing that job for me already. I was about to say, I'm already helping you get drunk. That's enough talking about ourselves. What's going on in the gayborhood? We discuss the stories that are gay, gay adjacent, and just a little bit camp. I'm glad we waited for the alcohol. I couldn't wait any longer, actually. I haven't drunk four days this week. But anyway, <laughs> here are the stories. Yeah. Oh, my God. This okay. week was trickle-down gayonomics. It really was. It was like a little, a little story here, a little story there. It wasn't quite a full story. It wasn't quite a... Um, the thing we really wanted to talk about like it was it was pick and choose pick and choose talk about ebb flow feast famine last yeah. week was abundance what's abundance is a disco in a bakery uh, <laughs> but then this week it was quiet it was yeah. dead but it didn't send me into a panic but it was just quiet I was like okay we can make this work. I did go out and commit crimes just for the news of it all so you were gay commit crimes you did that yeah I'm gay and commit crimes okay good to know that but no do you want to go first on this one or shall I go first well it is up to you which one do you want to uh, do, 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 do. you've got a lot more stories do you know what I'm just going to jump in quickly. Okay, okay, you, you go. There are like multiple dog stories this week as well. I have noticed that. So, well, I've got three dog stories, and I know that's not gay, but it is gay adjacent because we like dogs. I was going to say, you have a dog, so it is gay adjacent. Yeah. So, um, so the fugitive Danilo Cal. I can't even not pronounce that name. Danilo Cavalcante. Well, that, oh, you could mispronounce, you could mispronounce that and get yourself in a heap of trouble. Yeah, uh, was um, eventually tracked down this week. He's not obviously not the dog we're talking about. The dog we're talking about is a four-year-old police dog named Yoda, which is why I saw it. <laughs> who, as he was trying to escape the police for the second time, bit him. Oh, and that was the main story, and they did a whole press conference about Yoda. Oh, good for Yoda. The force was with him. In um. 
the United Kingdom right now. They the American pit bull is about to get on the um, dangerous dogs list. Yes, which is terrible. That. The RSPCA and Batty Dogs Home are very very angry about this. Essentially saying let's blame the breeders and the owners. Mm-hmm. There has been some deaths to them. I'm not saying they, they have said these are very sad deaths, but we, once that goes on the Dangerous Dogs Act, you are completely ignoring the actual calls and actually stopping any hope of us tracking down. Uh, people will be able to keep their dogs, but they have to be certified to keep them, and obviously you cannot breed; they have to be neutered. Oh. Very, 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 very sad, especially because pit bulls at the moment are well. Their pit bulls are big over here. Pit bulls are banned in England. Yeah, it's going to be interesting in a couple of weeks of my mum coming out. Yeah, Ooh. and my final dog story, which is not on here, and I don't have the actual information, but I saw it today very briefly. Was they have found evidence a dog has bred with a fox, and it looks like a cat. Wait, what? Yes. What? Google it, Sandra. Um, no, they think they found official evidence. They found a dog and they couldn't work out what breed it was. They think it's actual evidence a dog has bred with a fox. Well, Sandra, will you Google it while I tell my stories? That's all I'm asking you to there do. There is actually a podcast that's Googling music. <laughs> all right. I've got actually one more list of things to do, but do you want to do yours while I'm Googling? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do yours while I'll do mine while you're Googling. Yes, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll leapfrog today. All right. We're like two Greek boys playing leapfrog. <laughs> All right. So, in the news, Genovia has a new queen. Yay. Actually, I read that completely wrong. The Prime Minister of Andorra came out as gay. Same thing, really. Genovia, Andorra. If you saw The Princess Diaries, you get the joke. Apparently, Matt did not. So, that one landed very flat. Anyways... Xavier uh, Zamora came out uh, this year. He has been Prime Minister of Andorra since 2019. Oh my god, it is a fox dog. Mm. Oh my god, sorry. Anyways, listeners. <laughs> Are you looking at it as well, Matt? It doesn't... <laughs> yeah, it's a fox dog. It is a fox dog. Anyways, the poor Prime Minister of Andorra, he's getting overshadowed right now. Anyways, he said he came out because if it helps someone, this is why I'm doing it to the kids, to the you know youth, anyways... Etc. Etc. He joins a very elite club of European government heads who are gay. I think there are currently five of them that well, are in that club. Je adore Andorra, but you know them five of the bitchiest of queens. Oh, absolutely, the bitchiest of queens. Uh, a little bit of drive-by news. I didn't expect us to ever have another story on this, but it came back. Oh, God, they all came back this year. They all came back this year. So in week one, listeners, I told you about the ABBA Voyages concert in London. You did. I did. And it's holograms singing ABBA, making money, essentially, but it's a unique concert experience. Apparently, they're making $2 million a week, and they're toying with the idea of doing a second residency simultaneously as the one in London in either New York or Las Vegas. Now, please keep in mind, it has cost $176 million to put on this production, and they have not made their money back yet. So, I'm just saying maybe they should wait before they announce a second residency. I think Vegas would work really well for it, though. Vegas would be perfect. I'm like, do not do New York. Go to Vegas. New York is 2-2 at the moment. No, I think Vegas, because... It just feels good, Vegas. It feels like Vegas. Do not do... Yeah, don't do New York, is all I'm going to say. The only thing in New York is you could set it up there for a shorter residency. Yes, but I feel like Vegas, you know, put it in some resort and it's there. It's done. Yeah, it's done, it's set. No overhead. All right, so the bigger news of the week. So the VMAs happen. Guess what, listeners? 
I don't follow the VMAs. It's a music awards show, but I'm telling you because it's the news. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> I heard that Taylor Swift was caught in a crowd dancing to Demi Lovato, thus putting to bed that there had ever been yes. ever a feud. Yes. So Taylor Swift danced. She also won Best Music Video of the Year for Antihero. Do I think it's a good music video? Yes. I haven't seen it. Do I think it's the best of the year? Probably not, but I think it's a good music video. Uh, she was presented her award by NSYNC, and Taylor Swift announced that she was living every millennial dream right now as she received her award. And then she said, it's been 20 years, so guys, is there something coming on? Is there something yeah, going, going on? on? Yeah. So there are rumors that there is something going on, that NSYNC is getting back together. I mean, they did at least for the movie Trolls that is coming out. There's someone put a meme up going, only the gay guy looks good now. Right, right. Lance Bass, you have been with the purple I've always hair. had a bit of a crush on Joey Fatone. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, you know, I have a thing for Italians. You do have a thing for Italians. Though the hubs never forgave me when I pointed out, I called him Joey Fat One. And they're like, that's really mean. I said, no, look at his surname. Like, oh. <laughs> it's spelt Joey Fat One. Yeah, not Fatone. Though who does not... Should we say this? Doesn't look good. Is um, is it oh, which not Chris Fitzpatrick? He's he's always been interesting looking. Is it T J M J B J C J C J? There's C. a J. He look because he was always a really like cute but handsome yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And he's just a he's done that. I mean, someone's just cut their hair, but yeah, he's yeah. just done that growy hair. I'm like, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. Uh, so other news from the VMAs, uh, Shakira won the video Vanguard Award for her uh, lifetime achievement is essentially what they're saying, which was interesting because she's potentially going to jail next year. So Why? Oh, tax evasion. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I love how the two of you were both like, what? <laughs> did she not pay or did she under... I don't know what it was. I haven't really looked into it. Ice Spice won for Best New Artist. Okay. And Rima, Rima, a Nigerian-born artist, and Selena Gomez won for their song Calm Down, which was the first Afrobeat entry at Good. the VMAs this year. So yeah, nice. that's, that's your highlights from the VMAs. It's uh, not really that much to talk about, but it was sort of something to talk about. So. Well, it was beautifully done. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> well, go back to me, because it always comes back to me. It all, it's all coming back to you. Can we talk about the cancellations this week? Oh, I think we have to. My fucking Christ. Mm. It's like, I know deaf dogs. Cancel culture is rampant. Wow, that was a that was a long that was a deep <laughs> of breath that just came from her dog. Like she was literally done. She exhaled when someone goes, "Can you jump on a call at four p.m. on a Friday?" <laughs> <laughs> she found my demon at the fort. <laughs> Deaf dog is all of us right now. <laughs> Wow, I don't know what who spoke to you like they did, but we apologise and we'll buy you a drink later. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry. So, I don't know if this is culture or news or what. Or both. I know at one point I tried to talk to the hubs about it. It was like, I know it's good for the podcast, but why do we care? And I'm like, well, we have to care. We have to. So, Joe tried to cancel Sophie. Then everyone background Sophie. So, everyone's now trying to cancel Joe. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Miller and Ashton wrote a letter about what's-his-face, the frizzy-haired one who's got done for rape, and now they're being cancelled. Oh, yeah. Really, they should have just said no to doing those letters. But at the same time, as it did not affect the verdict. It was there. 
Uh, I have to say though, their words were a little bit crazy. And actually, if someone wrote a letter about me like that, I'd feel very good about myself for five minutes. But you know what the irony is? Uh, oh, never mind. The other one on the the one that played Fez, um, uh, Wilma Valderrama, who is so hot, so hot. Also wrote a letter. No one's talking about that though. I know. Well, you wait know. a minute, Mr. Postman. Let's stop. Oh, oh, oh. Never mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm saying... But it's like weird. I don't... I feel... I have no comment. I just... I just kind of feel that there's so much nuance to what people go through with mm. this. Mm-hmm. And whether or not... Like, he... he they, they gave him 30 to life. life. He's, yeah. he's kind of fucking... He's done. He will not get out. He actually yeah. cannot get out of prison until he's 70. Yeah. So he's done... I just kind of feel slightly that when you're in a marriage that you met, then obviously split up. They dated during that 70 shows, Miller and Ashton. They split up. They both had different relationships. They've got back together. I think they're the fair for a couple. That's just me. Yeah. Um, but their whole marriage and life and love is based around a time now that he, when this he was, was happening, there. so maybe this was their way of just finding some closure. Whether on a note, and they said they they stand by the victims. They said they gave this over. Their their whole lives now are based on their careers are based on this. Their love life, their mm-hmm. personal and professional lives are based on something that someone's gone and tainted. So, just because they have money doesn't mean they have. You know, clear heads. Right. Drew Barrymore's getting cancelled. Uh, she is getting cancelled. Uh, because of going back to work. Technically, she's scabbing if she does decide to write her own lines, but her talk show is going back. So is uh, Jennifer Hudson's and The View, but no one is talking about that. And no one's talking about the talk going back either. Mm. Drew, the only thing about you that I don't agree with this is you are old school Hollywood. And I mean, I've seen a play. Third generation Hollywood. I've seen a play starring Judy Dench and Toby Stevens based on your family's legacy. You know better than this, but at the same time, I know you want to pay your workers. Kelly Clarkson is still paying her workers. Mm. They're just not there. Go Kelly. Go Kelly. The Slate magazine tried to cancel Martin Short saying he was unfunny. Yes. If anyone's seeing uh, season three of Only Murders in the Building, uh, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez, uh, you can go fuck yourselves. That's not the case. And even Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill, stepped in and yeah. said, are we kidding ourselves? If, do, you, do you think they were doing it for irony or were they actually going for blood? I think he's... And even the Hubs has said he's not the biggest fan of Martin Short sometimes. I get that. But if you've seen Only Murder Season 1 and the line, mm, I blame the dips, uh, <laughs> and the delivery on it, it is... Matt just looks at me. You only Watch Only Murders. It's the it's so, so well done. But it's like, you weigh like 120 pounds wet. Blame the dips. Um, <laughs> That's why. Because that's how he eats his... There's the a, dips. Have yeah. you seen you season yet? Yes. When um, the, 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 the solid food's put in front of him. He, and you and the thing is, by that point, you don't even mention dips, but you know he's going, I can only eat dips. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, there's some issue, and I didn't go into it too much, mainly because I'm tired. And by this point, mm. I literally had a real stressful, like, bad, in my own head, mindset week. Uh-huh. Oprah Maui. Apparently oh. she's buying up all this burnt land. Ugh, Oprah. She bought Hawaii. She's trying to the entire buy... entire island of Kauai. It's now Oprah. Yeah. Uh, so or it's Harpo now. It's she she just needs to... And Harpo's also... 
you told Harpo to hit me. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so everyone's been cancelled this week. So apparently we're the only people still going. So listen to us. Otherwise, it's just us and Hulu. Oh, that doesn't bode well for us. <laughs> Freebie's still there, but no one's talking about it. Oh. Anyway, Ooh. I'm exhausted. Have we been cancelled yet? Uh, not too no. soon. Not too soon. It's a scandal. Uh, apart from the fact I just listed off like <laughs> six different scandals this week alone. Apparently you're not listening, Matthew. No, you need a good scandal. I'm dating a priest. <laughs> That's fodder enough. <laughs> So, Daniel, what has been gay culture for you this week? Well, thank you for asking. So, my food of the week is a shaved Brussels sprout salad. Oh, oh my god. It's bitter, it's crunchy, it's substantial. You put some goat cheese in it, you put some uh, farro in it, and you put some cranberries in it, and you put some cashews in it, and it's wonderful. It's fall. you put the lotion in the basket. No, you don't put the lotion in the basket. My skin's already supple, thank you. I don't need that. I know. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We're at Bill's household. Yeah, anyways. Uh, my drink of the week was the lovely strawberry lemonade mimosa that we had at uh, Bar Pilar. Thank you, that was so good. I could have had like five of them. And he's I like, I think we probably did. Well, he was like, Do you want another one? And I was like, Yes. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. You know that he gets that look in his face when you, you go, you like a drink because he knows he's going to have to bring it again and not just throw at you what he wants to throw at you. Right. He's a little bit let down, but he, he'll have to deal with it. My songs of the week, I was embracing fall. So it was Autumn in New York by Ella Fitzgerald. We needed a throwback. Willow by Taylor Swift because I wanted something witchy. And then Landslide with Fleetwood Mac because who doesn't like a good landslide? I'm going to have to listen to the uh, first one. Oh, God, what I say? I'm not my short time. It's gone. Autumn in New York. Autumn in New York. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Billie Holiday did it originally. Autumn in New York. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, my book of the week, Secret City. So I have read Truman, Eisenhower, and JFK. So I'm about to start Lyndon Johnson. It. This is the bit that I am... It's very interesting. So I'm going to say this. I can already tell that the author is anti-Johnson based on how he's using describing him and JFK which is going to be interesting because I am pro-Johnson and, we JFK, know you are. and JFK is not my favourite so this is going to be a very interesting take for me it is say. I'm very excited for next week to have a bit of a chitty chat with you yes we'll see how it goes and that was it for me how about you uh, this week my uh, Barbie in the culture <laughs> has come up again Oh dear. Uh, Penny Mordaunt, who is famous through the coronation for holding up the sword uh, when gay culture was all about her, yes. uh, called out Sir Keir Starmer, the head of the opposition, i.e. the Labour Party in British politics, and said, you're as useful as Beach Ken. <gasps> no! <laughs> and I was like, this is when it becomes the lexicon. But she's a toy, right? Yeah, she okay, called okay, Labour, okay. head of Labour that. So for food, I made a hearty uh, split pea soup. Um, I sacrificed yield over having a consistency. It t- had the consistency 
a little bit closer to Whole Foods, maybe a bit too thick, but I did like it. And I found some star anise in the cupboard, mm. which I love, and some fennel, so the nice warm thing. Music, um, one song in particular, Ichiku Park by The Small Faces. I love that song. Okay. Do you know that song? No. I'll play it to you. It's nice. Yeah. It's from the 60s. Oh, okay. Um, and also, I went back into my late 90s, early 2000s grunge rock period, burst my eardrums into Corn, Rob Zombie, uh, Nine Inch Nails, you walked into tonight. Oh my god, I just need you to go there. Yourself. My ears are still ringing. Um, television, uh, we've been almost finished with Survivor of the Thickest, which is uh, Michelle Bedeau's uh, show. It's amazing okay. on Netflix. We'll review it properly next week. Talking of stuff we can't properly review yet until it's done, but this week was amazing. We'll see Ahsoka series. If you are a fan of Ahsoka or Star Wars Rebels, my god, episode five was both fan service even the hubs loved it and had no idea what was going on don't walk run to Ahsoka but what is finally back ring ring the morning show on Apple TV plus the third graders are officially writing this season (laughs) Jennifer Aniston Reese with a spoon hair flick hair flick hair toss oh my god it is so Good. John Hamm plays like an Elon Musk character in this season. I fucking love it. I love the morning show. It thought it was going to be the West Wing. It is not. Mama, it's barely days of our lives. (laughs) But Jennifer Aniston is so watchable in it. Reese Witherspoon is so watchable in it. Juliana Muggles, who I adore. Everyone is watchable. And... Um, Holland Taylor plays the head of the studio she's been in a while and she and if anyone can convincingly play like the head of like the network it's it's Holland Taylor Taylor. yeah love it Um, movies this week Bottoms Mm. no it's not about gay guys taking cock this film I was told to go and see about two standard looking lesbians in high school unpopular who start a fight club to help women defend themselves it is set in an exaggerated universe. The cannot even go into some of the lines in it. Are your pearls cla- gla- I mean, the audience was laughing. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm trying to think Who was the um, female pilot? Amelia Earhart. Yeah, there's a bit. There's a line in it. He goes, "Is it?" I didn't get Amelia haircut. Amelia haircut. Earhart. There's plenty of male pilots that haven't crashed. <laughs> <laughs> and no one talks about them. It's it, You have to see it. I'm sorry. This film is so... It's so queer culture. It's so... So, so I'm glad you're saying this because I was so afraid from the previews that it was like a lesbian super bad, which I didn't like super bad. See, I do like super bad. I don't it like It is Superbad. a little bit... So super bad, it's not as broad as super bad. Okay. It really is, as I said, it's, it's in a sort of cartoonish universe. Okay. Uh, like they, they, like the, the, the football team always wear their uniform sort of thing. Okay, so it's very like, you're marked as this the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I cannot... It just works. Uh-huh. It's so... It's probably one of the best queer films of the year. It is the best okay. queer film. I, I I count Barbie's mainstream, not queer. Uh, fair. But go and see it. Support this film. Because it, it, it's, it's a little bit more, I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. But it's, it's, but I'm a cheerleader meets election. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway, talking about lesbian culture, sports this week was football. Oh. The Bills are back playing. Uh, <laughs> you are a lesbian. We are a Bills Mafia household. Um, I watched a bit of the Bills, uh, but I was actually worried. Thank you, Matt. I, what, what did Matt say? Matt didn't have to say anything. I was smiling enthusiastically. <laughs> well, the husbands, husbands kept quiet-ish for a few hours while I got on podcast stuff, but I did watch a bit of the game while I watched eat my dinner, and it was a lot of fun. You know, yeah, there's that great photo of me from last year, this year at uh, the stadium, freezing oh, yeah. my ass off. I guess. And finally, podcasting, uh, Petals of Support with Mama D. Uh, they've been really good to us, and I like listening to them, and it's just little bits of advice. Uh, gratitude and stuff uh, 10 minutes uh, Tuesdays and, and Thursdays go for it we love some gratitude my voice is getting a bit parched I feel we could do with a top up of alcohol but as we go take a break we're going to leave you in the loving hands of 87.9 WKMU radio podcast who will tell them about their amazingly fun show we were on it a couple of weeks back and they are going to be on an episode of ours in a couple of weeks discussing cryptids as we get closer to spooky season but anyway take it away sky and blue can't sleep neither can we this is sky from 87.9 WKMU Join us as we go into the weird and wonderful things in the world told by weird and wonderful people. So if you like the strange things of movies, TV shows, aliens, conspiracy theories, or everyday life, we're your show. Join us. You can find us on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, Good Pods, Podbean, and anything else you can think of. And we're back. And having just discussed a ton of stuff that we really, honest to shit, God, cannot even think of putting on a podcast. No, that'd get us cancelled for sure. But if you would like to know what we're talking about, feel free to hit us up. Come buy us a drink and we'll tell you all the gossip. <laughs> that we will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we've discussed the culture for us. Yes. But what has been the culture for the universe? So we checked the feeds, we test the mood, and we answer the question, what is gear culture? Yes. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first a little bit. Okay. Because you go first. I prefer your one. And <laughs> I did not know how to deal with this. And I, I was like, and, 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 and Daniel has this weird thing about children and I was joking and, and a child abuse thing and I don't know whether not to talk about it listeners let's put it this way I don't like talking about child abuse I was never abused as a child I just don't like stories about child abuse or child murder like that's the one thing but that this I'm like, story yeah. like did me in okay and, and, and this is like a, I'm gonna do a quick two minutes on it but like uh, basically Ruby Frank who's a mummy blogger uh, basically has this I'm not even gonna name her YouTube channel decided to do a YouTube channel about her fat home life I'm like well that's a straight privilege for you right uh, but Penny had like controversial like parenting techniques that she would actually talk about on it like her son pranked uh, another one of their kids and he basically lost privilege to his bedroom and they made him sleep on a beanbag for seven months on a beanbag for seven... Oh, sorry. He got to choose between three different things. And then another one, uh, at six years old, forgot to make and take her lunch at school. And the school called and she goes, uh, she can go hungry today and learn her lesson. No, ma'am. And I'm essentially, sorry. this whole 
thing about and she was still mummy blogging with her business partner then basically one of her neighbours one day bang bang at the door it's one of the kids basically with um, tape around their hands starving hungry going my mum's trapped me so she's been arrested along with her business partner good and no deaf dog you're getting a treat um, and see deaf dog's trying to escape with stuff as I well know. but she's not hungry no 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 deaf dog deaf dog over there, over there, over there. There we go. Uncle Matt's going to give you a treat. There you go. But no, but the only reason I kind of feel like mentioning this is because even Daniel and I have a podcast and we sit here and we talk shit. We don't like to gatekeep. We don't no. like to tell people how it's done. Is can we please, the culture going into fall, we're doing a seasonal transitional episode here. Yes. Don't believe everything you see. Don't believe every brunch chat, every perfect photo. Stop it. There's always a story behind the film. Behind behind the filter, there's a story. And this is particularly intense, and I don't know what the hell is going on. It's in Utah, and I guess they're all fucked up in Utah, quite frankly. It's about the salt, in, the salt in their bloodstreams, like, you know, quite that. Yeah, but like... culture for this week, from coming for me, is not culture, it's a challenge. Is that find enjoyment in what you do. Don't look at other people because you don't know if they're basically locking their kids up and starving them. Yeah. You know, do some research for yourself. Do get it. To, get to know the truth. Live, laugh, love. And drink a lot of wine because that really does help the bad days. It really, truly does help the bad days. And on to that, I prefer Daniel's story. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope it just lives up to everything you think it's going to be. We'll oh, I'll make it happen. So, we're going to start off with Brazilian artist Jonathan Andre is opening a brand new show at the Armory in New York City, a very famous uh, art venue in the city. Yes, yeah, I say he's not the Armory, not the Armory here. No, no, no. In New York City, it's a very famous uh, art display area called Olho Fecha slash Spark Eye. Now, let me tell you about this. Uh, interactive experience. So, Ooh. listeners, I need you to picture. I need you to picture an H and M. Okay. Close your eyes, even if you're driving. Yep. All right. Close your eyes. Keep the hands on the wheel, but close the eyes. Jesus will take that wheel. Don't worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay. Close your eyes. We're picturing H and M, and it's blue, and we're coming up to a wall. Yes. Do you see this wall? I see the wall. And you see a grid. On this wall. Do you see a grid of items on this wall? I see a grid. It's like a spreadsheet. It's a spreadsheet. Do you see these vacuum-sealed bags? I do. It's like a spreadsheet of carrot sticks. Okay. Well, imagine that there's underwear in one pair in each of these bags. Okay? Delicious. All right. And there's 68 pairs of underwear up on this wall. Well, that's one away from a fun time, but carry on. All right. So, apparently, each of these pairs of underwear were left in his apartment by an ex. It's not determined whether or not it was the same ex or if it was different people that this individual has slept with. Now the kicker is that you can own this entire display for $50,000 or you can purchase each a set of underwear for $738. Your choice. Wait, where's, where's, where's Matt going? <laughs> Wait, he, he's where? out the door. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He, he is out the door. I can hear I can hear in the distance. I'm rich. So it has been making tractions with the art community. And the question is, is this a reflection about relationships being a commodity? He wouldn't be the first artist to do something like this. Andy Warhol with the soup cans. Marshall Duchamp with the urinal that yeah. he... Yeah, okay. 
Yes. Sorry, it's just, sorry I'm interrupting. I know, no. listening, you must get a bad habit. First of all, Andy Warhol, soup cans, he did, they, 68 exes did not leave 68 soup cans <laughs> in his apartment. <laughs> right. I have left my underwear in one person's house, and that was the lovely Nikki, who was a woman, mm. when this I was in story. sixth form college, and we, she had a party, we all crashed in her bedroom. I had to get changed to go to work next day. I was working in a shop on Saturday mm-hmm. and I took my underwear off in her bed and put other on and left my underwear in her bed, which her mum found. She explained that I was gay <laughs> and then washed it and in the middle of psychology class was handing my underwear back. Oh. but How, how did that go down in psychology class? I mean, everyone thought it was hilarious because <laughs> we by that point we were like two, two years in, but you know, uh-huh. and we all, all knew each other. But... Also, okay, can I break it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, want you to break it down because you have been like gunning to break this one down for like a week now. This is stuff on top of stuff. It says 68 X's. So the, so the thing is, the underwear is all from X's or X, not told, but 68 pairs of underwear. Right, because when you say X's, that means a relationship and that's 68 relationships. But, but what is a relationship? What is one night? More Could that be a relationship? Than, more than get at my house brunch. Oh, so like a two-day brunches situation. Yeah, well, just, just okay, here's the thing. I, I just, also, that's a lot of underwear. Right. <laughs> so even if it's, so 68 people is a lot of people, uh-huh. right? I'm not, not judging, but I'm saying that's yeah. a lot of people anyway. So the fact, so you've just saying... Matt, that's a low number for you and I. We get it. We get it. 68's but, low. But for 68 people to have all left it, so if everyone left it... See, if everyone left her underwear, 68 people he's set sex with. I've seen a photo. He's very handsome. Yes. I'm guessing he's had more. But it just feels like it's not so much he's... My issue is not the fact he, he is clearly fucked or being with a lot of people. Good for him. He deserves it. He's handsome. He's an artist. But the fact he found 68 fucking whoopsie-minded people that left her <laughs> underwear, that doesn't make sense. Especially when you consider the relationship gay people have their underwear. Because they love their underwear. They, yeah. I mean, I'm... I, I buy my Marks and Sparks underwear, but that's because I run 15 miles a day. My ass don't need fucking fancy underwear. It look good without it. Uh, but um, thank you, Max. Yeah. But, so, but so what I do, I do, I, I'm not shaming the fact he's had that many people. I just don't. You don't understand how six yeah, people forgot that yeah. left. Yeah. It's like, were you so digmatized? It was just like, oh, I must leave my underwear. I must shuffle out now. And also, <laughs> like, yes, every gay guy has their nice underwear. I get that. So I'm presuming that there's going to be a lot of the same pairs that someone just bought in Costco. Nasty pig, nasty pig, nasty t- pig, poppy, nasty. No. <laughs> Calvin Klein. Calvin so Klein. I do believe, I just, I want to believe, but at the same time, is it just conveniently feels like he's got this very. It just feels a little convenient. I think it's a little convenient. I think I sort of applaud him for you know making art out of his situation. Like I'm not gonna lie, I skew that way as an art historian. I'm like, you took the most out of the situation and you're making money off of it. Now the capitalist way. <laughs> grossly, if he had made it out of non-underwear items, someone had always left its place after hookups. 
I'd be way more interested. Oh, they left this. Oh, they bought a bottle home. Oh, they had... It's all like a little memento. I immediately went to like, so 68 condoms. Yeah. <laughs> but no one uses condoms in... in right. In, in, with <laughs> bumps. But that's the sort oh, of thing. Oh, Indie Poppers. Yeah, but yes, that's the sort of... But, that, but that is also like the packet or something. It just feels very yeah. convenient that 68 people left the same type of thing. Ooh, and that's yeah. where it starts being art and more being performative. Because yeah. this guy is also, and I read your article mm-hmm. that you sent me. I did do my research. Yes. And the thing is, I want to support gay culture, but I do also love nothing more than destroying it for what basically the vapidness it is can be sometimes. Is that he's also done an art piece based on the bulges of men's and speedos, which yes. just so happened uncoincidentally to be my petticoat lane last week. <laughs> so he true. somehow managed to always find conveniently art randomly in the very thing that the gay people are screaming for at the moment yes yeah so i don't disagree with what he's doing i'm a tracy emian fan quite frankly she is nuts and i love her and if you don't know who she is i ain't explaining because you should be better but <laughs> it, it feels actually fake I, this is my issue there so the thing is i very much could see him going up to random guy in the gym being like hey i'll give you a hundred dollars for your jockstrap or whatever piece of underwear and then taking it and then sealing it like i could see that happening eh, that's convenient or going out and buying 68 pairs of different underwear and like blah, 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 you know and then wearing it like one at a time or something like that but i don't know my my thing is you know i like art yes and i mean you have had i still think one of my favorite times experiencing art because you know, my husband's not the biggest he 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 has his music and he, he, that's his art and he's beautiful his art and listen to last week's episode you'll hear him actually sing and play an instrument which is lovely yeah but when me and no i went solo i shouldn't go with you but i went with um our friend adam to that exhibit american ghosts i can't remember what it was called that beautiful black and white portrait one of no, all, you and I did go. Did we go together? Yeah, we yeah. went together, yes. Absolutely just stunning. Absolutely just... And I love talking and discussing stuff. I think that's it. But it has to capture a moment. And my only thing if this is, I feel that... And I could be wrong, and you can come at me, you can cancel me. Don't cancel Daniel. We love Daniel. But I just generally feel like this is basically... It's low-hanging through. Here's my art piece made of six eight pairs of underwear yet in a world where we have underwear parties at every other day it's very convenient artwork and i don't quite believe it's all genuine so i'm going to say this i think he actually won because art should make you have a conversation i think and actually that's the most annoying because i say that all the time yeah art should provoke you should make you have feelings make you have a discussion and i think it just did that did it not but if i was to so I'm training for my marathon at the moment. Yeah. Oh, if I was to also, if I was also, I, oh, thing is, I don't want to say humble brag, but I'm actually good at running. You are good at running. You're um, very good at running. running. Is that if I was to do a put each pair of boxer briefs into a baggie that I trained in and then made that art. Mm-hmm. You can make that an OnlyFans. But you have to be very careful how you sell it, Matt. But I could do it because because my stuff is wet. I'm not joking. It's disgusting. I swear. But the narrative is actually the progression to the marathon. Like I can actually see the narrative of this artwork. Like it has a story. You're thinking about it now. Yeah. There's a story. There's a plot. There's a narrative. There's a meaning behind it. It's the rebirth as a runner. 
I just, I, I guess, I think my issue with this bit of culture is that I just don't like what it reflects. I'm just so. Is it because it's such a trivial item? It's such a trivial item, and I'm really sad sometimes that this is what reflects culture. Our culture is that this is not what Martha P. Johnson. Maybe she did fight fight for us to all be there in um, in in underwear, but. But I think the thing is with culture is like sometimes you have to have the trivial so that you can have the high moments too. We that we can have the extreme. We have Marvel so we can get fucking uh, bottoms. Yeah. I, 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 and I think that you have proven you've ended the argument in the most beautiful way. And not argument because you don't have arguments. No, no, no. Discussion, ar- discussions. Discussions. Is that yes, it is art because we've discussed it. And maybe that I was looking at it as the sort of going oh well people just want to I, and also there are dirty old men out there oh, that do just want to buy the underwear I've had someone try to buy my underwear um, and before Matt get your paws off the underwear <laughs> get your dirty paws <laughs> off my silky drawers but you know maybe that was what he wanted to do is us to sit down and discuss the gay community yeah well fuck that conversation's done and it ended in a really nice way yeah there you go As we come to the show, do you have a gags and goop this week? Well, I sort of have a gag and goop, but it's a very light gag and Oh, good. Goop. We're so five minutes in. It's a scoop. I right? know. So, George W. Bush, former president, came out this week supporting mm. PEPFAR, which was enacted in 2003. A wonderful piece of legislation and funding that has saved 25 million individuals from AIDS and HIV in Africa specifically. And he is questioning the uh, reason why current Republicans would be against this whenever there was such broad swell bipartisan support of it whenever it was first yeah. founded. Uh, yeah, he essentially I, said have a heart. Yeah, I think that he's he's in a position where now he has power without needing the public vote. Mm-hmm. I also do think he... Uh, God, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to de- defend George Bush back then. Uh, but W, I think... Uh, has uh, very good people about him and I as a wife and two very close daughters and I think that for for all their politics I think there's genuine uh, they're Texan aren't they? Yes Genuine Texan hearts Yes And I I hope that Texas looks at them as the leaders because actually they're showing just a wee bit of humanity Yeah Absolutely Don't have a word of the week I have a word of the week Go for it then my bitch There we go So chrysalism it's the tranquility of being indoors during a thunderstorm because we've had so many of those here in DC recently yay Yay. I I do think I had a um, a petticoat lane but I think it was just bitching at people to be honest Mm, fair but um, do you have a petticoat? no I have no petticoats I shouldn't petticoat I just thought it would be a good week, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, you know what, everyone, you know, give everyone your space, and if you feel like you're out and they want to get into an argument, just don't have an argument. Yeah, just just sit with it. Just so, Daniel and I, we're going to say this week, just don't have an argument. Don't have an argument. Don't do it. Daniel, do you think we covered everything? My dear, we have barely set the agenda. Cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Bitches With Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled.
Cheers. Cheers.